Yo, everyone, welcome to another episode of The Green Room with Neil Griffiths, presented, of course, by the Handshake Media Network. Uh, I am joined on the line today by a very special guest who's celebrating a very special day, uh, Mr. Dallas Green. Happy Canada Day, sir. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me. Now, I understand you are you are in Toronto right now. You are home. How, how What's, like, the main celebration? Um, well, I guess it sort of depends. Everybody just kind of, like, right now I can hear the fireworks going off. You know, that's kind of a classic uh, I guess celebration uh, <clears throat> is to shoot a bunch of you know fire into the air, <laughs> but uh, you know some people do it differently. The the, the 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 baseball team here in Toronto played today, and that was like a big kind of fun celebration. But everybody kind of does their own thing, you know. A lot of lot of barbecuing, a lot of uh, wearing red and white, you know. Have uh, have you and all the city settled down since the Raptors won? Congratulations on that as well. Thank you very much. Uh, no, we have not. I'm wearing my champion's uh, hat as we speak. Uh, and I don't know that we well, we ever will settle down, even if Kawhi Leonard signs up the Lakers or whatever. I think we'll still be pretty stoked because there's you know, a lot of us like myself who have been watching the team since its inception. Mm. I don't know that we ever thought we'd ever, ever get a championship. So it's pretty cool. How are expectations for next season? Or are we just happy to ride on, on this win? Yeah, I mean, like you have to understand, the people who have been watching the team for the whole time, have, have, we haven't had much to cheer about over the years. So if we have to go back to kind of rebuilding, and we've got a, a good bunch of young players uh, that I'll, uh, you know, I'll support just like I have for 24 years. Well, it's awesome, man. I mean, we, we could talk about this for a while, uh, but we are here to talk about City and Colour coming back to Australia for an exclusive headline show at the Brisbane Festival. We're really excited to have you back, man. This is, I think, the first time you've been back with City and Colour since Blues Fest in 2016. Is that right? Uh, yeah, I guess that was probably the last time we were there. Um, it feels like we were there like after that, but I don't know. I, it, everything kind of runs together at some point. But um, yeah, it'll, it'll be good. I, I, I got uh, I got asked to do that show, and it's always you know I've, I've done it a couple of times where I've just gone to Australia for a weekend and. It's pretty wild on your on your brain and your body, but uh, you know it's a chance to go to to Australia. So I'm always always happy to, to come across and, and play. Yeah, because I was going to say you. I think you're thinking of uh, when Alexis toured here, which was I think the very next year in 2017. It's um. Yeah, I definitely remember that. I just I guess I just thought that I had come back um, after that to do more singing shows, but I guess I took some time off to make another record. So that's yeah. what we're talking about. It's a really interesting time in your career because. It's lined up in such a weird way. You've released two singles with City and Colour, which are your first couple of songs in four years. And in the last couple of months, you've released some new music with Alexis, which is their first new music in almost 10 years. How are you balancing these two projects right now? Well, I, I took some time away from the road, I guess, is what, for what helped. You know, um, after I finished on uh, if I should go before you, my last record at the end of 2017, I just kind of, for the first time, and maybe, well, I don't know. I guess since 2001, I just decided not to go right into the studio and make another record, and um, and then go back on tour. So I, I kind of spent the the last few months of 2017 and and most of last year just sort of working on different things, you know, like working on new, uh, my new record, but I, I just sort of recorded it in stages over the year. That allowed me to kind of have more time to sit with the Alexis boys and um, us to actually kind of start trying to write some new songs and 
you know, I put out this live record and I started a label and produced a record by a friend and just kind of, you know, didn't, didn't take like a break from working. I just kind of sort of took a break from the road and that allowed me to, to get a lot of other stuff done. And that's sort of, I guess, how the, the Alexis thing came back into the, into the foray. And, um, yeah, now that I just sort of all, I guess the timing kind of worked out where everything's kind of finished up and making its way out into the world now. Is is that the way you prefer doing things? I mean, you have done a bunch of shows with Alexis in the last couple of months, and I know you've even played some City in Colour shows as well, and then are starting a headline tour, I think, in October with City in Colour. Is that the way you like going about business, kind of just jumping between the two? Well, um, you know, when I first started... I guess when the last time I was doing both bands pretty much full on, that was when I was learning how to do it, you know? And, uh, I think now having taken enough time away from, from Alexis and, you know, we all have our own things now. So it's sort of just become this thing that, that we can kind of dip into when we feel, well, basically when we feel like it. And so that has sort of allowed me to, you know, creatively uh, do both again, which is, you know, something I always longed for. It was just when it kind of first happened and sitting color sort of became something I never thought it would be. It just was a, you know, it was a learning process of trying to do, do both at the same time. But now I, I think we have a better, a better handle on how to manage it, you know, mm. expectation wise and sort of I've done enough, I think, that I kind of have earned the right to just sort of, you know, do what feels right when it feels right to me. And that's, you know, part of the reason why I've always remained independent is just to be in control of my own um, destiny, so to speak, you know. So if there's a decision to be made, it's up to me and I can live with that. Yeah, I know you said a couple of years ago that when you got back with the Alexis guys that you weren't sure if you were going to be able to sing like that. Are you much more comfortable now having, you know, reformed with the guys properly, toured a, bu- a bunch and obviously released new music? Are you much more comfortable? Yeah, I mean, I, I think it was more about just, you know, you know, it's just like, I mean, as much as I can go up and play with those guys, no matter what, because it's just something I've done so much. Um, you know, as you get older, everything changes. And so, uh, you know, and the, the shows that we play are still, the same amount of energy that we put into them when we were kids. And there's just something that I don't know. I think if we tried to stand still, it probably wouldn't work out very well. But, um, so it's just about really the, really just like trying to find the right headspace for it, you know? Um, but I, 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 it seems to be okay at this point. I mean, we're a little bit, we're a lot more sore after shows, but (laughs) you know, it's, it's, uh, it's still just as fun. Because I mean, obviously there is a very distinct difference between the two projects. Uh, these last couple of songs with City and Color, it seems like a, a pretty great evolution of, of where this project was and where it's going. Where are you at with, with the new music, how it sound? Are you looking to take it in new directions? Are you looking to build upon the last album? Well, I, I think for me, I'm, I'm always just trying to do something maybe I haven't done before. You know, I think if you listen to all the City and Color records, you know, to either the detriment or or not, depending on what kind of side of the fence you light on as a fan. Um, I think they're all different. Um, but to me, they're, you know, there's always my voice and what I'm trying to say at the root of all of the songs, whether I put drums and bass and, and synthesizers on it or just me and a guitar. You know, they all start that way. And 
I think, you know, if you take the songs that have full band arrangements and just strip them, all that stuff off, it's still just, it's going to sound like the first record. But for me, I like, I like being in the studio. I like exploring sounds. Um, you know, I think probably to the size that I, I did a, a long tour and made a whole record, like a live record of pretty much just me and a guitar and put that out as almost like a, you know, a, a, a sort of a best of, of the, of the way my music could sound with just me and a guitar. Mm. I think that all sort of made me want to try some new things with this record. So there's just some new sounds, you know, but I mean, it's still the same, it's still the same voice, same mind, same heart, just, just some different sounds. Where is, I guess, your, your motivation or drive to keep producing City in Colour and now Alexis Music as well? I mean, like you mentioned, uh, when you guys took a break from Alexis, you had that time off, you focused fully on City in Colour. Now you're back doing that as well. Is this the kind of headspace you want to be in where you can bounce between the two kind of seamlessly? Yeah, I mean, I feel like that's always what I've, what I've done. You know, I think it's, it's been sort of more confusing or... or um, interesting to other people uh than it has been to me you know i i've since i was a kid i just i like playing my guitar loud sometimes sometimes i like playing it quiet sometimes <laughs> i like to you know what i mean and and i like i liked all different styles of music I, I never i never had like a vision for myself when i was a kid that i would be like the front man of a rock band or or uh you know a rapper or or anything i just sort of started writing and I I just wanted to I guess I just wanted to be heard you know not not necessary and not necessarily just one sound it was just um so yeah like when I write it just sort of is whatever the mood is that strikes me you know like you know there's a long stretch of years where I just didn't feel like I had anything to offer to, to heavy music and I didn't I don't mean that in the bad way I just mean I didn't have the I didn't have the the inspiration i just didn't have the the riffs really to be honest mm. so that was with alexis like you know i always kind of joked around with people or said like if i if that ever strikes me again i know four guys i can do that pretty well with so you have a song like familiar drugs which has been a riff that i've had for almost over a decade wow that just never we could never we never really found a place for it and then finally when we started jamming again i was like well let's you know let's try this one out that's been around for a while and Georgie was in a good space to write a, a song lyrically about something that just sort of worked with the riff, and and that's the as cliche as it sounds. That's the magic part about music is that you, if you're not, you know, I mean, some people approach it like math and you know have their formula for what they think a hit song is going to be. But for me and and the guys, like it has never been about that. It's just always been about what's you know what am i feeling at that moment and that's sort of i guess going back to what i said about being independent and sort of being in control i've never had anyone breathing down my neck to tell me to write a certain type of song or to tell me i need to go in and make a record so in some ways some some ways it can be you know um stymieing to a degree but most of mostly i think you know after almost 20 years of doing it it, it it's just the way that i feel most comfortable working how has that dynamic changed as far as you guys writing music together? Because like I said, it was almost 10 years um, since the last song came out. Have things changed drastically in that space or is it still feel very familiar? No, it's totally familiar. I mean, we, we, we always, from day one, we always sort of were equal, equal writing. Um, you know, it's not just like I show up with a song and say, this is how I'd like it to be. It's always been just, 
one of us has an idea to start it off and then we just kind of work on it until everybody is uh is happy with it um you know and so i think the only difference really is myself and maybe wade and you know we've just really been in the studio a lot like wade works on scores for films and video games and things so he's he's constantly in the studio and i've you know i haven't stopped making records since we took a break so i think just that side of things i have a little bit more of a handle on um Whereas, you know, when we first started, we were learning how to make records together. But now that's just like the only thing I know how to do. So it's just a little different. That's just experience, you know. Has coming back with Alexis helped or, I I guess, inspired you in a different way in how you create City and Colour music? Not really, because I was done. I was pretty much done my record. um, Almost done it. uh, This new record, by the time we started kind of really thinking about writing some new songs. So um, if anything, that's, you know, having that kind of finished sort of freed up my brain a little bit. Whereas, you know, if I was in the middle of making a city and color record, I don't know that I could have been able to just like jump back and forth. But, but knowing that most, it was mostly finished. We just had to sort of, uh, you know, mix it, master it, all that, like fine tune it kind of thing. The bulk of the, the, the recording and all that had been done. So, I really don't know I, I to tell you at this point because I haven't written any new City and Color songs since as we started doing the new Alexa stuff. Mm. So um, that might be a question for a couple of years from now. <laughs> well, that was, that, was, to continue doing it. that was going to be my next question is what do, I guess this is two questions because what do the next 12 months look like for both projects? Well, with Alexis, we just do it when we feel like we need to do it. And that is the place that we've gotten to where um, we all feel comfortable doing it that way. And it's almost more like a, it becomes like a vacation from real life. And I, I'm, I don't want to make that sound like we're not treating it as importantly as it is, but I think it's to us, it's really, we're appreciative that we still have this thing that we can go and do. And, and it still feels good to us and people seem to still enjoy it. Um, so we've got some other songs on in the works, but, for me, like, and everybody knew, knew this going into it, that I had a record ready to go, and you know. So for me, I'm going to put this new record out in October and do what I usually do, which is go and try and sing it for as many people who will listen. And then, uh, you know, we'll, we'll play some Alexa shows in there as well and put out some new songs and just kind of kind of do it this way for a bit and see how that, uh, just kind of see how it unfolds, really. Yeah, that's really exciting. Coming back to, to the Australia show, um, as I mentioned, I think you were here with Alexis in 2017. I saw those shows. You guys looked like you were having just the best fun. And then obviously the year before, you were at Blues Fest um, on a lineup that had names like Kendrick Lamar, The National, Noel Gallagher. Do you remember a lot from that festival? Yeah, I remember seeing D'Angelo, which was great because I'd never seen him play before. And I, I, I love, loved, I've loved his records since I was young. Uh, so I remember getting to see D'Angelo play before Kendrick, I believe. Mm. That was that was amazing. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm lucky that I get to to do all these these neat festivals where, you know, I can play these really aggressive ones with Alexis and get to see some bands I like in that style of music, and then, you know, somehow I get to do these these cool ones with all these other great, you know artists that I would probably never get a chance to go on tour with. And so I get to see stuff like that. And it's always inspiring to see, uh, 
you know, especially the stuff like that, like the stuff that you'd never really kind of get exposed to unless I either went to the show or, or, um, you know, got, got, went to a festival or something. So I'm always, always keen on doing stuff like that. Yeah, man, well, we're very excited to have you back. The show is at River Stage in Brisbane uh, on the closing night of the Brisbane Festival. It's 28th of September. Um, yeah, man, it's uh, it's bittersweet because it's awesome to have you back, but it is the one show, so if you do want to see City in Colour, uh, you only get the one chance. Well, they'll, you know, there'll be more shows coming. We just have to figure out when we can <laughs> put them, but I'll be back for sure. Awesome, man. Dallas, thank you so much, man. Enjoy Canada Day. What time is it there, actually? How long is left of Canada Day? It's almost over. It's like it's like ten thirty, I think. So it's got about an hour and a half left. Oh, sorry. Well, I'm I'm ruining your night. I apologize. No, no, it's fine. <laughs> I've, I've, yeah, it's no problem. <laughs> well, dude, thank you again. Uh, we we it's awesome to hear new city and color music. It's great to hear Alexis music, and we can't to see what's can't wait to see what's next. Thanks, man. I appreciate talking to you. Thanks, Dallas. We'll see you in September, man. Okay, bye. To hear more Green Room with Neil Griffiths episodes, check out Handshake Media on iTunes and Spotify, and don't forget to review and subscribe.